Well, welcome everyone to the Performance Science Podcast. This episode, we're going to lay out some definitions, key terms, and talk about why this podcast can help anybody interested in using science in their day-to-day lives. And when so much science exists that can really help us resolve key decisions, can help us motivate ourselves, can help us inform our habits and shed bad habits, and maybe even most importantly, can help us relate to other people, use our emotions uh, correctly, and then translate these into helping other people uh, improve their outlook and their health. The goal of this podcast then, and the goal of just about everything we do at the Performance Science Institute, is to increase the health and longevity of everybody that we talk to. So this podcast is meant to be a very hands-on look at how science can help inform us on a day-to-day basis. But what exactly is performance science? Well, performance science is a very new field, uh, or maybe more accurate to say that our take on performance science is very new. At the moment, we have now not only just the science of how the mind works, the science of how the body works, but we also have the ability to quantify and track ourselves using extremely high-fidelity sensors, techniques, and measurements. All of this creates something of a data saturation in our lives. And performance science, then, is here to help eliminate the distractions so that we can perform on a day-to-day basis. We define performance broadly. Performance is a universal need for anybody who needs to get up in the morning and go do something to have a discipline. It's everything for how we perform uh, during our day, but also how we recover. Maybe more importantly, how we recover. Performance then can include what we do as business people, as entrepreneurs, but also as you know, wives, husbands, daughters, etc. Because we need to perform in our social relationships, maybe even more so than we need to perform in our jobs. There's a certain existential nature to it that I really like that performance then is really everything we do to be our best. And how we perform and what we achieve while we perform is kind of secondary to our own metrics for what we're capable of. The science then is the aspect of how we eliminate distractions and how we use the best knowledge available to inform what we got to do every day. So performance science then is the study of mind-body business, how we train our bodies, how we understand our bodies, how we look at the way the world works. It's how we train our business or more broadly our craft uh, for what we need to do, what is our skill set, what is our discipline, and then even more importantly, it's our mind. How do we train our mind? Now, I don't want to draw a lot of firm distinctions between all of these three entities, mind, body, and business, because they clearly overlap mind is clearly a process of the body. Suffice it to say that when we talk about training the mind, what we talk about is the ability to have a mindset that is dedicated toward being authentic, toward enacting a personal philosophy that is built from the discipline of understanding how thinking works and how the habits we have for the way we think about things really, really matter for our ability to reframe challenge, to be resilient, to be grateful, to be optimistic, to to ascertain all these virtues that will lift us in any domain. 
Performance science then is the process of putting all these three things together, mind, body, business. It's about using science from each of these domains to treat oneself to the best we can hope to achieve. We're not all after gold medals and Super Bowls because after all, those achievements are fairly arbitrary when you boil it down. So our pursuit of performance is highly personal, it's tailored to each of us, and it's ideally done in service to other people. We don't spend a lot of time talking about um, you know, metaphysical states or whatever. We're not really interested in anything we can't prove. Um, we're very pragmatic, we're down in the weeds, and we want to help people. That's it. So why the podcast exists then is to help people dig into the nitty-gritty to understand what it means to use science to resolve some decision in our lives. That's the whole point. That's why we're so interested in using science as a tool. The way that we decide to do things on a day-to-day basis is often a very unskillful process and often based on a bunch of flim-flam that we might have come across from some website or something like that. Our podcast is meant to get into what does the real science say? What does it mean? What decision can we resolve? And we're pretty ruthless about um, just, you know, taking apart and being very skeptical of science that we don't think is, is up to standard for how we change our lives. Um, we're, we are skeptically open-minded. We'll look at any paper. We'll read any paper. We'll begin with the premise that anything can be open. But then we go into it. So the podcast then is about the application of science uh, to everyday life. So the podcast format is, we think, really unique too. The podcast is not meant to be me, even though I have a PhD in neuroscience, talking about the brain and beefing myself up. Um, Actually, even better, it's focused on our students here that are helping with the Performance Science Institute um, who are majoring in performance science. So they're going to be the stars of the podcast. Um, And we're actually joined by two of them right now. So we have... Um, to my left, we have Joe Regan. Hello. And Piper Nylon. Yes, hello. Um, and these guys have bought into our institute from the beginning. There are, they are majoring in the performance science minor, which takes the best classes from across USC that can help kids uh, accelerate their careers and lives. Or, sorry, kids. People <laughs> uh, can help these people um, do so. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the podcast format is a mixture of things. It's discussion of articles uh, where we'll have um, Joe or Piper or whomever will bring in a paper and we'll discuss it. We'll talk about what it means. The other thing is, the other format is things where we explore personal philosophy. Uh, we are big on our 30-second me, which is a whole series of podcasts dedicated to working with students as they answer the question, so tell me about yourself. Uh, and we deconstruct, we talk about philosophy, and we talk about ways to enact a philosophy and why you should on a day-to-day basis. Um, I guess, finally, the last thing before I turn it over to the students is we're going to talk about what the Performance Science Institute is. And it started with a question uh, asked by David Belasco, who's the executive director of the Crouch Center for Entrepreneurial Studies, and Pete Carroll, who's the coach of the Seattle Seahawks and former USC head football coach. And they asked the question, how can we train our minds the way Pete trains his athletes? How can we train business people to use the best 
of mindset training to succeed in any domain. They were joined quickly by Michael Gervais, who's one of the world's leading performance psychologists, and thus the institute was born. It's an institute dedicated towards teaching, training, and researching the science, applied practices, and principles of high performance in any domain. It sounds great, and but it's nothing without the students, without the people that we can help. I was brought in as a scientist to be something of a curator for the institute, a teacher and a mentor to the kids here. I love my job. It's an awesome place to be. Um, and um, I want to spend our closing minutes talking about what these guys are hoping to get from things. Also, if I forgot something, they should help me out. Um, so, okay, what do you guys what do you guys think? Why are you in the performance science minor? What does it mean? What does performance science mean to you? And uh, what are the benefits you're hoping to get? For me, performance science has provided an incredible opportunity to jump into, one, understanding myself better and understanding how my body operates, how my mind operates, but also getting getting to that core root level of how I work as an individual and in turn by being the best that I can be I'm able to help other people that I work with or people that I see during the day throughout the day and so in a sense it's about creating institutional change in anything that I jump into yeah no I definitely agree with everything that Joe said that's um, my sentiment exactly, and I would kind of go on the fact that, you know, when I was starting here at USC as an undergrad, I was, you know, was, wasn't really sure what I wanted to study, and um, I came across the performance science, and it's honestly so, it's so practical. You know, we're talking about these big ideas such as the emotions and you know, the body-to-brain connection, which are very vast and kind of new topics to explore, but we're learning about stress in the class and how to be happy and how to form good habits and optimistic. And these are things that I'm going to carry and hopefully be able to transfer to other people my entire life. They're core foundations of who we are. And it's, it's really exciting to study and learn more about them. And as someone who's never been into science before, like I have... 100% 100% gotten into it now. You, I learned how to, you know, kind of read articles and figure out where this stuff is coming from. And uh, it's really, it's been a huge part of kind of discovering who I am and then uh, teaching others to be them best selves too, which is the most rewarding, like rewarding thing for me. No, that's like a perfect ringing endorsement. Mm-hmm. And you guys are really the reason we're doing this. Um, the Institute is cool, but if it doesn't engage undergraduates broadly, if it doesn't connect, if it doesn't land, if it's not useful, um, you know, we don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's why we're, that's why we're here. And that's why we open the doors, um, to everything we can provide for, for the students. Yeah. I would say it's also just a, you know, it's offered me a lot of clarity. It's a very confusing time in just being a young adult and figuring out this big question of what do you want to do or, um, you know, really just kind of discovering the yep. world. And if I'm able to be comfortable with myself and quiet my mind and kind of navigate myself successfully through this point in my life, and I would say, like, a lot of that comes from the minor. And you just, uh, it again, it offers a lot of clarity and perspective for me, which I think is has been extremely valuable. Yeah, I found that 
you know, I started, you know, mindset training, aka meditation, whatever you want to call it, when I was in high school, and kind of fell off the wagon at part of college and much of grad school. And now that I've been back doing it now for a couple of years, and just five, ten minutes a day thinking about my mind, thinking about what it means to be, you know, love first in the world and mm-hmm. what it means to, you know, think think the kind of thoughts that are going to be progressive, that are going to help lift. Man, it makes a difference. It mm-hmm. makes a difference. It's not that it unlocks superpowers. That's not it. It's, it's just a small but noticeable difference for not going on the ride when something is upsetting, not following the emotion up and down and, and, you know, hopping on that roller coaster. It's so powerful just to watch the roller coaster take off and observe and go, wow, look at that. (laughs) And, and not, not be on it and going through it, um, to a degree. I mean, there, there are obviously things that, that it's, it's a mindset practice. It's, it's never, never done. It's never static. It's always something different. Um, but man, I've, I just I know this is subjective, but it meshes well with all the other objective data out there that says that mm-hmm. training your mind works. And most entrepreneurs and um, that you know the most successful entrepreneurs we talk to say, "Oh yeah, I just do that. I didn't know yeah. that was a science behind that. You know, I didn't know there was a science of gratitude. Well, there is. There's a ton of there's a ton of papers on gratitude and its benefits, and and maybe even more importantly, on what's the appropriate level of gratitude to feel." So this podcast then is about nuance. It's about adding nuance to these things. We're not just going to say you need to be more grateful. It's going to say here's how to be grateful. Here's how not to be grateful. Here's how to be optimistic. It's not about being happy all the time. That's not at all what we're about in any way because it's impossible and silly. Um, And so we're about adding nuance. We're about adding clarity to these concepts. We get down to the science that supports these claims of how the mind works at its best, how your body performs at its best. And in analyzing these papers, we're able to sort of sift through, we're able to sift through the, the clickbait headlines that you'll see online with you know, these absurd science claims. And we're able to ask, okay, why, why is this true? How is this true? What, what is it in the actual study what is it in the in the way that these scientific procedures are carried out that leads to these claims that are made? And is there a different interpretation or a better interpretation? Mm-hmm. Is it true? Is it false? Yeah. And so in a sense we're 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 getting up we're training our minds in order to we're training our minds to, to think like scientists. Yes. Yeah, and I think I it's, mean that's it. You know, and we're we're young and learning this process, and obviously Dr. Fox has a lot of experience with, you know, medical journals and jargons, and I personally know that's not my forte, and so um, we're able to hope, you know, work through them and look at all the process, and um, it's really, I feel like, asking the right questions and learning kind of what questions to ask, and then you can kind of get to the answers, but it's that process of you know, him sitting down with us and being like, you know, how, why are they saying this? You know, why is this claim true? Where does this come from? Mm-hmm. You know, um, what, else what does the be? data tell yeah, you? Exactly. How is the data measured? What are the metrics? And um, it's, a, it's a great, you know, whether you're cons- a consultant and you do, you know, hypothesis testing to, you know, kind of any other field, um, it's, it's the process of, you know, discovery and finding answers. And um, I think it's very, 
it's a very applicable and you'll you'll be with us there as we learn how to do it too that's awesome yeah so three ways to get involved in the podcast um one is hit that like or subscribe button and two maybe more importantly tell a friend if you think this is cool uh and useful please share tell everybody about this we're building here's something that we think will be very useful our goal like i said is for anybody who encounters our product to live longer (laughs) um and three if you come across a claim that needs debunking if you come across a paper you're interested in learning more about shoot me an email uh glennfox at usc.edu, and we'll take a look at it. We're, at the end of the day, a public service group, so maybe you need to debunk a claim, um, and we're here to do that as well. Uh, and Or maybe you want a specific topic. How much should I sleep? Chances are you need to sleep more than you're sleeping. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we can dig into that too. So those are the three ways. Subscribe, share, and submit your ideas. Stay tuned. We're going to cover a lot of great stuff, um, all the way from study habits, all the way to exercise physiology, to neuroplasticity, to curiosity and learning, um, to gratitude, optimism. But everything is going to have some message, some resolution for how to help decide and how to help perform on a day-to-day basis. Because that's what we're all about. Mind, body, business. Thanks. (laughs)